on this Sunday before Christmas. We as the family of faith, the people of God, brothers and sisters in Christ, celebrate our Lord's coming, His birth. Today we also gather around this Lord's Supper table, this memorial table, this table of remembrance that symbolizes for us the great gift that God gave to us in the person of His Son. The greatest gift ever given. I think that's why at Christmas we give gifts to one another in celebration and commemoration of this great and incredible gift that God gave to us that very first Christmas. And as I think about that very first Christmas and God's great gift, I think particularly of some characters from the Christmas story that that I want us to sort of focus on this morning as we prepare to receive together these symbols of our Lord's sacrifice for us. We find that story in Matthew chapter 2, the story of those we commonly refer to as the wise men or the magi. We really don't know a lot about them. We don't know who they were or really where they came from. We just know Scripture tells us that they were guided to the Christ child by this star that appeared leading them to Jerusalem. And when they got to Jerusalem, they inquired of Herod where the one had been born who was king of the Jews. And they were directed then to Bethlehem. And they went to Bethlehem and they found the Christ child. And Scripture says they joyfully journeyed to find him. And there they bowed before him and they worshiped him. So as we think about that this morning, I want us to focus on the gifts that the wise men brought to the Christ child. I'm reminded of a story of a little first grader who was asked by a Sunday school teacher, does anyone know the gifts that the wise men brought? And the little boy raised his hand and said, of course, I know what they are. Gold and Frankenstein and mermaids. <laughs> well, he was close. <laughs> Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And you know, each one of these gifts has its own special significance that we really do need to focus on here at Christmas. The first gift that the wise men brought, Scripture tells us, was the gift of gold. You know, in that day, gold was the medal of kings, represented royalty. And when these wise men came and bowed before the Christ child and presented him with this gift of gold, they were acknowledging his kingship, his right to rule. Some people believe that 
these wise men or magi were kings themselves. And if that is true, this act takes on even more significance as these great men from the east came and bowed before a tiny baby, acknowledging him as their king. This morning as we come to the Lord's Supper table, I, I want to encourage you to bring to the Christ child your gift of gold this morning, your acknowledgement of His right to rule over every area and arena of your life, that you would bow your heart and your will to Him this morning as King of kings, as Lord of lords, as a baby born in a stable, yes, laid in a manger, yes, but the very Son of God who came to die for you. And so this morning we acknowledge His kingship and His right to rule as our King and we bow before Him and we worship Him this morning. Heavenly Father, as we prepare our hearts to gather around this table, we recognize that the tiny child of Bethlehem now sits enthroned as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we come before Him this morning, Father, bowing our knees, bowing our hearts and our wills. And we ask this morning, Father, that You would have the freedom through Your Son, Jesus, by the movement of Your Holy Spirit in this place, to do whatever you desire to do this morning as we bow before you in adoration and in worship. Prepare our hearts now, Lord, to receive these symbols, the greatest gift ever given. It's the prayer that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. i 
Wise men brought gold, acknowledging Jesus' kingship, his right to rule over their lives, and we acknowledge his right to rule over ours this morning as well. But they brought a second gift, the gift of frankincense or just incense. This was a sweet-smelling perfume that was used in the temple sacrifices of Jesus' day. It was also mixed with oil and used to anoint the priests of God as they went about their priestly functions. And so it, it came to be associated very much with the priests of that day. You know, our English word priest comes from the Latin word pontifex, which is really two words put together, which, which literally means bridge builder. And Jesus is our great bridge builder, our great priest, the one who spans the gap between a holy God and sinful man. When Jesus came to earth, that was his purpose, to be our great high priest who stands in that gap. As the writer of Hebrews tells us in Chapter 4 of his New Testament letter. Since we have such a great high priest, Jesus, the Son of God, who now sits at the throne of God, let us hold fast with confidence to our confession because we do not have a priest who is unable to sympathize with us but rather one who has experienced all things as we have, who has been tempted in every way that we have, even though he was without sin. So then, let us be very sure that we can approach the throne of God with boldness and confidence. That's what Jesus came to do when he gave himself on Calvary's cross he spanned that divide. He bridged that gap. And He became the one who enables you and me, sinful human beings, to have our sins forgiven and to be able to stand in the presence of a holy God because of what Christ did for us. This morning as our deacons come and as we prepare to receive now this bread that symbolizes the broken body of our Lord Jesus Christ. I invite you to join me as we pray and as we ask God's blessings upon this gift. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for what this bread symbolizes, the broken body of Your Son, our Savior, 
the Lord Jesus Christ. The greatest gift ever given. We thank you this morning for our bridge builder. The one who is willing to stand in that gap. The perfect and holy one who never sinned, yet took the punishment of our sin upon himself. And so, Lord, this Christmas, we thank you for this incredible gift. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
scene shifts to an upper room where Jesus and his disciples gathered around table heard the words of our Lord as he took bread and he broke it and then giving it to his disciples he said this is my body broken for you. As often as you eat this bread, remember, remember what I did for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this symbol of your great gift to us. The sacrifice of our Lord Jesus, this one who came in human form and human flesh, to have that flesh bruised and broken for us. Thank you for being our great bridge builder. For allowing us to come into your presence and to walk in relationship with you. We thank you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Gold, his right to rule. Incense, his role as our great bridge builder. But there was a third gift. You remember what it was? Myrrh.
this powerful, pungent, aromatic spice had almost a singular usage in Jesus' day. It was used to anoint a dead body for burial. We might think it a little strange, odd, perhaps even offensive, that these wise men would bring and lay at the feet of a tiny baby an ointment used for anointing the dead. And yet in this case, it's not strange at all, nor is it even offensive. Because this tiny child of Bethlehem was born for one reason, <laughs> to die in your place and mine. I don't know how the wise men knew about this. We do know that the Old Testament speaks over and over again of Jesus' sacrifice for us. In fact, Psalm 22 contains a, really a powerful account of Jesus' crucifixion. And it was from Psalm 22 that Jesus quoted when He hung on the cross and said, My God, my God, why have You forsaken me? And the prophecy of Isaiah reminds us that He was bruised for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. That the punishment for our peace rested upon Him. And so perhaps these wise men had heard, had read, or else God had somehow touched their hearts to understand that this baby was going to suffer and was going to die in order that they and we might have eternal life. And so this morning as we prepare to receive this cup, symbolizing the shed blood of our Savior, we remember His sacrifice and remember that He was a baby who grew up and lived and then went to the cross for you and for me. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to receive this cup, symbolizing the spilled, poured out blood of our Savior. We are so grateful. Thank you for one who was willing to leave heaven's splendor. Come and walk among us. To experience rejection and persecution, pain, torment, and even death that we might have life.
Bless now these elements that we are about to receive. We give you thanks and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. What?
So on that night and around that table, Jesus took the cup and he poured it out. And he said, this is my blood of the new covenant poured out for the forgiveness of sin. So often as you drink of this cup, remember, remember what I did for you.